0: Welcome to another episode of Average Reviews, where we review things averagely. I'm Tabitha. And I'm Chris. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello. Hello. And hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Average Reviews with your host, Tabitha. And Chris. Woo! I don't know (laughs) why I introduced myself as Tabitha, because, like, I prefer Tab. It's weird when people call me Tabitha.
1: You're the one that obviously sets that precedent. It's
0: because it feels more professional, so it feels wrong to be called Tab in, like, professional settings.
1: I'll we'll leave it as Tabitha then.
0: No, because I'm off my school emails Tab.
1: Okay. Well, reintroduce
0: yourself. Hi, it's your host Tab, and...
1: Still me. Oh, no. Did um, you just drop your phone? Yes, I did. But we're not going to
0: start again Because I can't be bothered with that So Warning
1: We've got stuff to get
0: through We have a lot of stuff to get through So this might end up being like a longer one But this is going to be our last episode Of
1: 2021
0: (laughs) (laughs) 2021 my god That's caught On Sound. That's embarrassing.
1: So's that sentence that's caught on sound.
0: Don't leave me alone. Jesus Christ.
1: Anyway, moving on. Because we have yeah. a fair bit to cover and we need we... to keep it to an hour.
0: Why? Well, we probably because should food. actually. Yeah. Um so yeah, we really, we really need to, because I've got some individual things that I need to review as well, which I'll just quickly do um, at the end.
1: Well, the amount of stuff we've got, we'll probably quickly do most of it, to be honest. And some of it we saw right. quite a while ago, and I can't really remember.
0: That makes it fast. Okay, shut up. Let's get on. First thing, <clears throat> The Matrix. <laughs> this starts Keanu Reeves, carrie Ann Moss... Yaga Abdul-Mateen Mateen, Mateen, sorry, the second Jonathan Groff, Jessica Henwick Neil Patrick Harris, Jada Pinkett-Smith Priyanka Chopra-Jonas other people yes it is the fourth um, installment in the Matrix no longer trilogy series series, yes and it basically uh, It follows Neo after the end of the third one.
1: It's usually how film series work.
0: Yeah. I I, I can't give too much more because I feel like that's going to spoil it for people.
1: Oh, because we haven't given spoilers before, have we?
0: Shut up. What did you think of it?
1: I loved it. I genuinely 100% loved it. I'm not saying it's a great film. I'm not saying it's anywhere near as innovative as the original Matrix was, but I loved it. It hit just the right notes of nostalgia and throwback for me with adding enough new stuff in to tick off the other boxes as well.
0: I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. It just I it didn't leave a lasting impression on me.
1: Have you got something I... in your mouth?
0: <clears throat> yes, I'm chewing gum
1: Okay
0: Why? It
1: just sounds like you had something in your mouth
0: I'm so sorry, listeners The copious amounts of you there are
1: <laughs> Don't this um... our user base
0: <laughs> but no, I just, I don't know I... Some things. I'm so, I've also got a cold Well, no, I haven't, but my nose is runny for some reason There you go lovely um (laughs) probably and um yeah i just feel like it was missing some of the things that could have made it really good i will say though i want i wanted there to be more in the air kicky things and stuff like that that, yeah But
1: it's, it's like i said it's very much in line with the first matrix it's more about Setting the tale, introducing you to Neo again. It was
0: just an, a love story. That's what the it Neo
1: was. Neo and Trinity angle was the main focus, but again, that was the main focus of the first film with to all an the. Extent. Well, no, it was with all the Sentinels and Matrix side of things thrown in around it. The main driving force was Trinity and Neo.
0: Hey, anyway, I will say though, I think that Jonathan Groff did an incredible hugo we i thought it was really really good and they they picked the right person i love jonathan Groff.
1: which definitely flavors your opinion
0: yeah but i do think he did a really good job do you not i, th-
1: I think he pulled it off i think hugo weaving coming back would have been so much better
0: I agree with but that. I can
1: understand why they didn't as well, because it's not exactly Agent not, Smith. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a so reincarnation
1: of him. Yeah. But like I said, that's all part of the throwbacks and stuff, like how you get the Merovingian in there, you get Morpheus, but it's not Morpheus because, again, it's not the true Morpheus. It's Morpheus, like, bastardised with a bit of Agent Smith and stuff. So yeah. it, it just ticks all the boxes for me. Same as... Ghostbusters Afterlife, the nostalgia feel that I came out with that was just immense. And it's the same with Matrix. I, I just, I thought it was a very, very good film. Well, not a very good film, but I really enjoyed watching it.
0: It, it was watchable, yes. It's
1: more what would you,
0: Well, we're going to just move. Anyway. We have a to get through. So what did you.
1: Eight and a half.
0: Give it a seven. Okay. Awesome. Moving, Moving on. on.
1: Moving on.
0: We will talk about Resident, Resident Evil. Evil Welcome <laughs> to Raccoon City. This starred Kaya. This is going to be hard. Bear with me. Scodolario. <laughs> Scodolario. Sure. Robbie ML, Tom Hopper. Avon Jogia. Jogia? Jo- jo- jo? Hannah John Cayman yeah. and other people, obviously. Sure. I don't know. If they're not going to be the only people there. People. What?
1: Not necessarily. Some films only have like five people in.
0: Okay, and other people. Um. So this what was. was what for? Um. I know you sent me the trailer to Batman, but I didn't watch it because I got busy. And is. Zoe Kravitz in it.
1: Yeah, she's Catwoman.
0: Oh my god, that's amazing. I love Zoe Kravitz. That's
1: why I sent you the trailer.
0: Oh, I need, I'm gonna watch that after. Oh, I love Kravitz. Anyway, Resident Evil. Woman.
1: Resident Evil. I was just gonna say, it's very much mirroring back to the first Resident Evil game. it's If you
0: know what happened
1: Yeah, it's set in a place called Raccoon City where there's just been a virus outbreak and it's about how there's this little bunch of people trying to survive and escape because there's a missile strike coming in to wipe out, which has been sent by the Umbrella Corporation, which is the big bad. But compared to the other Resident Evil movies, it's, it sticks very closely to the plot of the first film, the first game, even with like some of the um, cutscenes and stuff and images from the first game more or less mirrored in the film. And again, because of that, I enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than I think you did because I sort of got a lot more of the references than you and I could see what they were trying to do.
0: That is true, but I did enjoy it a lot. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would.
1: It's just mindless fun, isn't it? Yeah. You don't it, have to it, put it, any effort into it. You just sit there and you enjoy it.
0: It did feel like you were watching a video game, but in real life. And that's something that it did what it was trying to do. And that's something that I appreciate. I It yeah. did a very good job of doing that.
1: And I think for a reboot for the Resident Evil series, it's perfect for that. Because it kicks
0: it off right, yeah.
1: Yeah, the previous series just got dafter and dafter. I enjoyed them up to a point, but then you just got to the stage where it's like, what the fuck actually is this? And it didn't feel like a Resident Evil film in any way, shape or form. Whereas this is a Resident Evil film. It... it like I say, it just hits all the notes of the first game that you want it to. Some hmm. of them slightly tweaked, like the um, dog jumping through the window in the mansion is jumping through a car window instead. But there are other bits like that which sort of mirror it, but slightly tweaked. But then there's other bits that are picked up and taken directly from the game as well.
0: It's quite impressive the, the way I- they did it then.
1: Yeah, and I know I heard you squeal a few times at a few of the jump scares and stuff as well, which is always fun to hear.
0: (laughs) What would you rate it then?
1: This is a tough one because as a Resident Evil film, I'd probably give this an eight and a half as well, but just as a film in itself, maybe eight. So I think I'll have to stick with eight.
0: I think I'm going to go 7.75. Because I did enjoy it. But I feel like, I don't know how big the budget was, but I feel like if it was a bigger budget, in a way, it would be better, but not better, just more. I don't know. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But one thing it has left me is that there's a hope that they continue the franchise like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: It's definitely wanted left me wanting more of this. Which is good for a video game based film because obviously there's yeah. a lot of sports material.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I definitely watch it. Anyway, moving on. Next thing we watched. This hasn't been in order, by the way, but next thing we're going to answer? say uh, West Side Story, but 2021 version. So this stars Ansel El-Gort, which I will. Say now, we do not support, we do not like Ansel Elgort. Rachel Ziegler, Zegler, Ariana DeBossi, De, I think it'll be pronounced that word, David Alvarez, Rita Moreno, a bunch of other people.
1: You, you just keep sounding worse and worse with your sniffling nose. I know, so
0: I don't know what's going more on.
1: More, 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 more,
0: more. <clears throat> I blame you, it's your fault.
1: Ah, It's nothing to do with me, mine was from cat allergies.
0: I can't swallow now. <laughs> there we go, I swallowed. All good. Um, so as I said, this is um an modernized I don't well, it's not really modernized, a new it's
1: definitely not modernised.
0: A new version of the nineteen fifty seven musical West Side Story. Um, which is basically kind of like Romeo and Juliet's if it was no, Romeo and Juliet, if it was set in like where it New York?
1: New York street gangs, effectively, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you've got the Sharks and you've got the Jets. One side's American Italian, one side's Puerto Rican, and it's just kind of like their disputes over territory.
1: Yeah, it's not a racist thing; it's a territorial thing, which again was between the same those in the two first. gangs. Yeah, yeah, which was the same in the original. But one thing I loved about that, which we sort of touched on, is it isn't an updated version. It's still set in the past. It's not been updated so that, like, it's modern. It's a throwback. And I think it really excels because of that. If they'd have tried to update it and modernize it, I think it would have really fallen flat.
0: Yeah, one thing they did do though was this time, the Puerto Rican people are played by Hispanic people,
1: and there's a lot of Spanish in it as well. Yeah, I think it's Spanish
0: anyway. I believe it was Spanish. Yeah, um, but it was really I I really enjoyed the first one, and I thought that the first one, the original, yeah, the original, this kind of really highlighted how revolutionary the original was because to say it was 57 it was in the 50s it's quite progressive like surprisingly so they both sides joined together against the racist cops and there's like elements of uh, denouncing sexual assault and denouncing racial barriers and things like that it's just i really it's really good and you've got these macho men who are walking around clicking like it's supposed to be really like aggressive and intimidating and oh it's amazing
1: I love I love They love the clicking yeah
0: they kept
1: the, oh yes if they got rid of that i would have been so heartbroken
0: me too i'd have just left <laughs> um But no, it was really good. The songs were really, really good. The singing, really good. The acting, it was powerful. I I genuinely was very, very pleasantly surprised by how good it was.
1: Yeah, same. I I went into it with a bit of trepidation. Like I say, I was fully expecting them to be modernising it, to be taking it away from what the original was. But it was a very lovingly done remake which I guess with Spielberg, it's what you should really expect.
0: Yeah, I you know it was definitely, it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you like the original.
1: I think they added one new song in and that to me fell a bit flat, but the rest of yeah. them after all were done really well.
0: But but there were some that they did like really, really well. So there were, there were two songs that we came out thinking, oh, wow, they did that really well. And it was the um, Officer Krupke. Is it called off as a I don't know.
1: Something like that, I think. Yeah.
0: And then America. I don't know what that one's called either, but it's where well, the. I like... want
1: to be in America.
0: Yeah, I want to be in America.
1: Yeah, the officer Krupke one to me was the best of the law. The whole set piece that they did for it was just brilliant.
0: It was really, really well done, and I thought it was well done in the original, but this just this nailed it. Really, really did.
1: Oh, yeah, I think this surpasses the original there.
0: Yeah. I guess that's the upside of having modern. Yes. Well. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you rate it?
1: Um, eight.
0: I'm going to go 8.5. I
1: was tempted to go a little bit lower, but... I didn't but Anyway like
0: Yes Moving On Again Um What So This has a bit Of a backstory To it It was recently My birthday And As my birthday present My dad rented out Oh thank you Rented out Merry A cinema Christmas screen to all our listeners As well Very soon All the festivities Anyway Continuing with my story Thank <laughs> you
1: you're welcome.
0: We rented out, well, he rented out a cinema screen so we could go watch Spider Man: No Way Home, and oh my god, it was so good. So, um, this stars Tom Holland. What Zendier. a great
1: story that was.
0: Yes, I know Benedict Cumberbatch, Jacob Jacob Battleon John Favreau, Jamie Foxx, Willem Dafoe. So many people. So many.
1: So many people.
0: And everyone great, everyone really good. Anyway, so <laughs> this is this basically. So what happens is at the end of the last Spider-Man film, which is called Far Don't From explain. Home. There we go.
1: Was, yeah,
0: sorry. Um, he, uh, Mysterio revealed Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man. Well, Spider Man's identity is Peter Parker. And so this was kind of Tom Holland, well, no, Peter, sorry. <laughs> um, Peter Parker going to Doctor Strange to get him to undo all the bad things that had come from that. And then it all went wrong. And then you've got people from other universes who knew their Peter Parker coming to this universe to fight Peter Parker. It's very good. Very, very good.
1: By other universes, we mean other films.
0: Yeah, we mean The Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, the first three and the next two. And it, it was, like you said, it was just brilliant. An excellent, excellent film. A fantastic entry into the Marvel world, even though it's still not a proper Marvel film because it's Sony. But some of the... Older cast from the original films absolutely smashed it. I think yeah. Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, you're never going to be. Really, just... no,
0: he really, really did well.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, same with Willem Dafoe as well as the Green Goblin and Harry Osborn or whichever Osborn it was. Was it Harry? It was Harry, Norman. wasn't it? Norman, that's the one. Harry's the son. Yeah, he, again, just absolutely smashed it. And it's just a massive sort of redemption arc in a way for them all. The whole idea is Peter's trying to fix them, for want of the better word, before he sends them back to their world. And it's just it's amazing. It's a great, great film. If you love Spider-Man, odds are you've already watched it. If you if you love Spider-Man, you haven't watched it, get it done.
0: It's so sad as well. I
1: Oh you were in tears were I you? Was,
0: I was bawling my eyes out. It was floods and floods and then it just didn't stop. It was just floods and floods and floods. Um all the people that I took well, not all of them. Everyone that I took that's actually like invested in Marvel was also crying their eyes out. It was it was so good but so mean.
1: One scene got a tear rolling down my cheek as well. I'll happily admit that the rest of it didn't, but one scene did.
0: Oh yeah, that scene! I re- I've just remembered which scene it was. Oh, that
1: was... I'm sure we can mention what scene it is because, as we said, we don't have any listeners, and we've given spoilers before. Yeah, but, true. the no. Andrew Garfield redemption arc—the end of that—just yeah, that that it got was me.
0: so heartbreaking. It... I I remember crying when Emma Stone died. Was it Emma Stone? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then, and then he he saved her, and I was like, oh.
1: Well, he didn't save Emma Stone.
0: No, he saves Zendaya.
1: Yeah, but that's not what he
0: said. No, I know. I realised that, but the way they did that was just perfect. It really yeah. was. The whole film was just perfect. It was. Truly, a work of art, and they did, they did the like whole. You know how in Doctor Strange they did the like bending New York, so it looked all weird. They did that again and again. It's the mirror
1: really, universe. Yeah, yeah,
0: it looked really, really good. I thought that all of the CG was just it was really, really well done.
1: Everything about the film was, to be honest, it was just an exceptional film.
0: It really was. It it was just. I would gladly, gladly watch it 10 times in a row. <laughs> it it was so good. And it couldn't have come at a better time as well because Andrew Garfield, he just seems to be doing really well at the moment because this is um, nice little segue. Well, actually, first, what would we rate No Way Home?
1: Nine and a half.
0: Nine and a half. It was impeccable. Anyway, but... I'll have a little segue into something that I watched today. It's called Tick Tick Boom. It's a new film with Andrew Garfield in, and it's basically about Jonathan Larson. His name's Jonathan Larson. He was the person who who um, who wrote Rent and Tick Tick Boom, which are famous musicals. And it's about him kind of entering into the the film the, the the musical industry is like him writing his first musical and then performing it and it going well performing it in front of a test subject, test screening and it going well and then him being, Okay, I've got to go on and write more And so this stars Andrew Garfield, Alexandra Ship, Robin De Jesus, Vanessa Hudgens, A range of other people.
1: I'm sure it's not Robin de Jesus.
0: It's spelt Jesus. It's probably Robin de Jesus.
1: It probably will be. It's not going to be de Jesus.
0: But (laughs) leave me alone. Um, But it was so good. The songs were really catchy. The story was, it was really emotional and you could really, really get invested in it. And Is it a
1: musical then?
0: Yeah. But the the songs are really, really good. They're they're very powerful songs, very, very well written. Um and uh The End Made Me Cry. It was can you, shut up? It was a very nice ending. And um it was just Andrew Garfield and it. it was incredible. I didn't know he could sing that well, but he can sing well. It was good. I I would I would recommend it. I really, really would. It was really, really good. <laughs> so um, you're going to be watching that. Just what would you, know. you rate it? 8.75. That is good then. I'm it, sure it I'll was... watch it at
1: some point. What's it on?
0: Netflix. It's a Netflix original.
1: Okay. There are other good streaming services out there. Just say we're not affiliated in any way. If they want to be affiliated with us, feel free.
0: Yeah, we'd we'd happily sign ourselves up to do something.
1: I'll sign myself up to Hulu and we don't even get Hulu.
0: Yes. Okay. I'm a
1: sellout, basically. The right offer comes along I will take it. And the right offer is any offer.
0: You are weird. Thank you. Okay, so back to stuff that we have watched together. We will start with The Witcher. This is the second right. season of The Witcher, which stars Henry Cavill, who, I will say, impeccable casting. God of I don't know if we've talked about The Witcher before, but when... So basically, what happened was... Okay, well, I'm still going to tell it again, just in case we've got any new listeners. Um, but I'll tell an abridged version. My dad watched it. I saw that Henry Cavill was in it. I was like, that's going to be bad. Then I started watching it, and I was like, oh my God, I've fallen in love with this man.
1: You just couldn't see him being Geralt. That was the issue you had, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because I'd seen... I'd previously watched my dad play The Witcher quite a bit and I'd only really known Henry Cavill from playing Superman before that but now now I love Henry Cavill.
1: Yeah, God Amongst men.
0: Truly. It also has Freya Allen Anya Chal- Chalatra? I don't think I pronounced that right. Um, Mimi Indeed, why do I always pick the hard names? I don't. I just read them in order. But Mimi, a bunch of people. Indeed, I feel horrible because it so shouldn't be sure? hard to You're pronounce people's them. names. I know. I apologise, Mimi. I really do.
1: Moi moi. Which um, is called French. Oh
0: my God, you embarrass me. Anyway, I know. but. It was so good. I love The Witcher. It's such a good show.
1: Yep, I will double that.
0: This season was it basically. This season was one. So one of the characters is named Ciri, and this season was about her, partially about her, growing into her own and becoming fighter. But this season was also about kind of showing aspects of Geralt's more human and emotional side and giving us a bit more backstory to him. And, oh, my God, it was amazing.
1: Yep, I completely agree with that. It's brilliant TV.
0: It is one of my favourite that I've been watching. It's one of my favourite shows that I've watched in a while.
1: I I know there were rumors that Henry Cavill may not be in the next one there was like all well, stuff about replacing him but I don't know why yeah. I don't know if it was bullshit or if there was something going on behind the scenes and stuff I don't know but I it hope there is be a third series. rubbish yeah I hope there is a third series with the exact same casting because they're all just smashing their roles
0: they really really are if weapons. if they change the casting it's not going to do as well I can guarantee that
1: talk of Matt Bomer replacing him.
0: What? The only way I could see that is because they kind of look similar. And that might I,
1: be where it all came from. It may be bullshit, like I said. I just saw a couple of headlines on it. I didn't actually read the stories because I think Okay.
0: I do love Matt Bomer. I do think Matt Bomer is a very talented actor. And he seems like a genuinely sweet person. But I just... Uh, Henry Cavill's got this emotional connection to it because he's a proper nerd like a proper proper nerd
1: in the best possible
0: way. Yeah. He, he he he's a he's a staple for young people all around the world by showing that you can be an absolute nerd and you can it's be conventionally stable. attractive.
1: I don't think uh, that's the right
0: question. It It definitely isn't, but that's something that is a catchphrase (laughs) of mine. You can be an absolute nerd, successful, and conventionally attractive, and people will like you.
1: He's just a likeable guy, though, as well. That's why he's got no wares and graces about him from when you see him.
0: Oh, I love him.
1: He is another one I would like (coughs) to meet.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be, oh, yes. Oh. Uh, What would you rate it? Uh nine out of ten. I'm gonna give it a nine point
1: two five. Okie dokie.
0: Um, moving on to another series that we have both recently watched. Hawkeye. So yeah. this stars Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, Vera Farmiga, Florence Pugh, Tony Dalton yeah. all the people. Oh yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert, even though we
1: Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't.
0: No, you, you did.
1: It came as a surprise for me.
0: Okay, then. That's because you have terrible memory. I Black Widow. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and this is basically about a young girl called Kate Bishop who becomes very she In basically no wrong word choice I'd say. She no, just she she becomes obsessed obsessive and then she meets Hawkeye and then they team up. They become this kind of duo.
1: Yeah, but and... she felt that way because she saw Hawkeye during the Battle of New York.
0: Because she was saved by Hawkeye.
1: She wasn't saved by Hawkeye.
0: Yes, she was.
1: No, she wasn't. She just saw him in the background fighting all these things and the. You no, know, she was she down. felt
0: like she was saved by Hawkeye.
1: No, it wasn't. Rewatch it. Was,
0: it. Gladly, I really, really enjoyed it. So did I. I think this might be my favourite Marvel series so far.
1: Even more than Loki.
0: Yeah. Because as as much as I like Loki, I, I do love Loki. I love Tom Hiddleston. It just felt more chaotic and more, more separate than this Marvel. one.
1: At Hawkeye felt more in line with Marvel, yeah. Yeah,
0: that, yeah. And I genuinely adored it. And I was very... I was... think that Haley Steinfeld would do a good enough job. I think she is an incredible actress, and she has—I've seen her do some very, very good acting. But I wasn't convinced she'd be the right fit for someone in like such an action-driven role in, in Marvel. But she completely amazed me, and she was she was perfect for it. She did. She brought this element of like humility to the character, and, and she was. Yeah, she was very much a normal person in these situations, and she conveyed that really, really well.
1: Which, in a way, is exactly how Hawkeye is as well. He is just a normal person, just very well trained.
0: Uh, Doesn't it depend? Isn't he like got the power that he will never miss in some versions?
1: No, I don't think so. I think he's just very good. Yeah. I think he just never miss us because he is that well-trained. I don't think oh, he's got okay. the power.
0: That makes sense. What I will say, though, is it annoyed me a bit that he was just suddenly deaf because it felt a bit like an afterthought. One of the things that people were frustrated about, and rightfully so, about the films is that Hawkeye wasn't deaf, despite the fact he is in the comics. And it just kind of felt like it, the two sides of the same coin. It was either, it either feels like they were right in a wrong and they did it in a way that was sensible, but it also could come across as they're just like doing it to please the fans in a bad way, if that makes sense.
1: Because it was basically a throwaway to explain it. There wasn't any detail in it, yeah.
0: But then it did kind of become. Essential, not essential, but it became a part of his character in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And the the bad guy that they faced against, played by can't even find her. Which is shocking. Oh no, I find her. Alaka I don't think I pronounced that right, Cox. Um (laughs) her character was also deaf. I'm not sure if the actress is. Let's see.
1: One day, Um, can we just get you reading names off IMDb as an episode?
0: Oh, please don't. (laughs) Seriously, please don't. No, it seems like she is actually deaf. Cool. Because um, her casting in Echo made her the first disabled actress to play a titular leading character in a Marvel Studios production. No idea what Echo is. Nope. Um <laughs> T V series, apparently, that is not maybe they're doing it a... I think it looks like they're doing a series dedicated to her character. Okay, cool. That's interesting. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Quite true that. Keep it moving. Anyway, yes, keeping it moving. I feel like... Have we missed some of it? Missing
1: some of what?
0: Has it crashed because it we only taken off? up 36 minutes?
1: Because we've been smashing through it. Okay,
0: well... It suddenly cut us off at some point.
1: It's not cut us off. It's only cause... been that long because we started it just before eight.
0: Oh, yeah. Jesus.
1: It's just because you felt rushed, we've just been smashing through it. But saying that, we have only got 20 minutes to cover whatever is left, and I don't know how much you've got.
0: I've I've got got, one. I've got four. There
1: you go. Anyway, what would you rate Hawkeye?
0: 9.25.
1: 8.75.
0: I really enjoyed it. It does help that Hawkeye... Oh Well, I am kind of obsessed with bows and arrows.
1: True.
0: Anyway, you go for your thing then.
1: It's his cowboy bebop. So oh, I... I'm I... to... oh,
0: sorry. I've seen uh, five episodes of it, I think. Okay. So I can talk about the first half of the season and then I've just... Not managed to get through anymore because I don't know. I do, I really, really enjoyed what I watched of it. So I definitely will go back to it.
1: Pull it up on IMDb because I know there's I John have... Cho in it, but I can't remember who else.
0: There is John Cho, Mufas- no, Mustafa Shakir, Daniela Pineda, Elena Satin. I don't know how many you want me to read.
1: As many as you want. I don't care.
0: And Alex Hassel.
1: Amongst others.
0: Amongst others. They're the ones that have been in all 10 episodes.
1: So, yeah. Um, what this is, is a story based off, well, not based off, it's source material, it's an anime. And it's a story about somebody called Spike Spiegel, who is effectively a bounty hunter. They're called cowboys in this And he's effectively on the run from a past life and he's just trying to sort of make amends while also just trying to be a general good guy just because he was a bad guy previously, effectively. Uh, Which is a shitty explanation, but...
0: That's pretty much what it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I loved it. I thought it was excellent, but I will preface that, preface that, however you say it, with the fact that I've never watched the anime. I've never read any of the comics or anything like that, so this was my first entry. Mangas? Same thing.
0: No. People will get very mad at you for saying that.
1: Illustrated literature.
0: They're called mangas.
1: I don't give a shit. It's Um, like you don't call graphic
0: novels comics.
1: Because they're not comics.
0: Neither are mangas. Yeah, they are. No, they aren't. They're they're a lot more like graphic novels than comics.
1: Well, whatever. Mangas.
0: Thank you.
1: And it's probably not even a manga because manga is an actual brand. No,
0: they're just called
1: Manga is a brand. It is a brand, but there we go. So this was my first entry into the cowboy Bebop universe. So I don't understand all of the hate that it got saying, Oh, it's not like the anime, blah, blah, blah. Because I've never seen any of that. But what I saw of this live action version, I loved. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Well shot, well acted. The story was good. Um, yes. I don't understand the characters, same as all these like mega fans do and stuff, but so what? For what it was, I absolutely loved it, and I'm gutted that it's got cancelled.
0: Oh, it's got cancelled?
1: Yeah, just because of the hate of all these people that have watched the anime, read the mangas and all that crap, saying, this isn't what we want, blah, blah, blah. So they've cancelled it.
0: That's a shame.
1: Yeah, I thought it was excellent. I really enjoyed it. I always liked um, John Cho anyway, but the whole thing was brilliant. The guy who played uh, the pilot, I can't even remember his name, he did fantastically well as well. I loved him. That Mustafa, what's-his-face. I can't remember the character's name. Jet Black. Yes, that's the one.
0: But um, just so we don't get anybody um, commenting that you are incorrect, Manga are comics or graphic novels originating from Japan. Most manga conform to a style developed in Japan in the late 19th century, and the form has long prehistoric no has a long prehistory in early Japanese art. The term manga is used in Japan to refer to both comics and cartooning. Outside of Japan, the world is typically used the word is typically used to refer to comics originally published in the country. Not a Still company.
1: Tis a brand.
0: Tis not a brand.
1: It fucking is a brand.
0: It is not or a brand. At least it
1: used to be a brand when I was growing up.
0: Maybe there was a brand, but it is not a brand.
1: Well, that's because it's become a lot more mainstream now, maybe. But it used to be a brand when I was growing up. It was a very specific brand of comics and whatnot.
0: That is not what it is, though. So.
1: That is what it was. Anyway, for that, I would rate that an eight and a half with a sad face at the end because it's been cancelled.
0: <coughs> Amazing.
1: Thank you. So you go, you've all got 17 right. minutes. It's all yours.
0: Perfect time. Okay, the first thing I'm going to talk about is don't look up. I assume you haven't watched it. Nope. Okay, so this is the new film on Netflix, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, a whole range of other people, loads and loads of people.
1: What a cast then!
0: Yes. And it's basically about these two. So there's a like. PhD student and a professor, her professor who are doing physics stuff, they're looking at space and then they see a (laughs) meteor (laughs) leave me alone physics stuff. they see a meteor or no, a comet, sorry um, that is on a course straight for Earth and they've got like six and a a
1: half
0: size I think I'm not entirely sure
1: Okay. I just wondered if it explained because you corrected yourself.
0: No, but I know that there is a difference, so I didn't want people getting on our case about that.
1: Yeah, all these many people.
0: Yeah, you know. (laughs) Maybe that's why they don't get in touch, because everything we say is completely (laughs) right.
1: We said that, well, no, it's complete bullshit. We said that right from the start. (laughs)
0: Anyway, and it's kind of like a commentary on how blasé governments, specifically American governments, are in response to world-destroying events, effectively. So it's these two people who are very... um, They're very clear about how dangerous this situation is and they are completely not taken seriously by um, Meryl Streep, who plays the president of America. And so they resort to the the media and then it kind of they, they don't get taken seriously by the media and it's all very much about like appearances and how you are in the public's eye. And Jennifer Lawrence's character kind of blows up a bit because of how serious this is and how people aren't taking it seriously and then she's like demonized in the public's eye she's called crazy and things like that so it's very much a film about the lack of action humanity takes and i really enjoyed it i thought it was good oh. i thought the the way it did it it was like a comedy but it was also like a drama i thought it was i thought it was quite good yeah
1: Okay, what would you rate it then?
0: Seven, I think.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But I will say, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I adore Jennifer Lawrence. If Jennifer Lawrence ever wants to get in contact with us, she is <laughs> free to do crazy. so.
1: She will be crazy if she decides to get in contact with us.
0: But It'd be worth it. <laughs> okay. Another thing, I went to the cinema with my dad's girlfriend Beth to watch. We went to watch House of Gucci. This was quite a while ago, so I don't entirely remember it. Um I know it's
1: got Lady Gaga and Adam Driver in it. And Joe, okay.
0: And Alpe- Al-, Al-, uh, no. <laughs> Al Pacino No. Al Pacino. That was amazing. <laughs> Jeremy Irons, Selma Hayek, Jack Houston, bunch of people, and this is basically following um, the relationship between Patrizia Reggiani and Mister Gucci, Mister um, <laughs> Maurizio Gucci. <laughs> and kind of like following the sequence of events that led to her hiring assassins to kill him um it it was okay it wasn't a bad film it just wasn't as good as we were expecting but i don't know why like i couldn't I can't really remember any standout reasons that it wasn't because it was a good film. It was just uh, a bit.
1: I can remember you both coming out boring. just saying you were really disappointed with it and it was boring.
0: But I will say that the, the acting was very good. It, that is true. The acting was very good, and Lady That's Gaga. A good film. Pardon.
1: That doesn't mean it's a good film, though.
0: No, I know but lady gaga did exceptionally well in the role she was very convincing i love lady gaga oh i love lady gaga but she did very very well um adam driver also did very well i don't think i've ever seen him not do well in something I know. um but i don't know it was it was watchable i'd give it like a 6.5 it was watchable that we feels watch like a... Uh, maybe only to see if it was just like a one time thing of like us not being with it or something. Yeah. But not you mean necessarily. You blame the company. Yeah, totally. It's all thats fault. <laughs> okay, next thing I'm going to talk about is, and no, is Titans season three. Um, this stars Brenton Thwaites. Anna Dopp, Ryan Potter, Tegan Croft, Corin Walters, Connor Leslie, Minka Kelly, Alan Richson, a whole range of people. Oh, um Joshua Orpin, I felt. I said yeah, sure. um, it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I was a bit lost in places because I can't entirely remember the last two seasons.
1: Which is Um, why I've not gone back to it yet
0: And There were places where I feel like It needed to develop more but it didn't Like places where It would have been beneficial to show What happened on the screen rather than Just saying it happened Um, But I'll have to wait for my Dad's opinion on that as well because I don't know If that's just me going crazy But I enjoyed (laughs) it I did enjoy it, it was very good and um yeah, no, I'd rate that a seven.
1: Okay, smash through that one.
0: Yeah, that's Didn't not really say much... what it was about. Oh, it's about Titans. So you've got these superheroes. It's DC. You've got Robin. It's like the Teen Titans. You've got Beast Boy, Robin.
1: T I T A N S, Teen
0: Titans. Let's go. Let's go. B-B-D, B-B-B-B-D, Teen Titans, go. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) So you've got Dove, Hawk, Robin slash Nightwing, Robin slash Red Hood, Superboy, Wonder Girl, Starfire, Raven, Blackfire. I think they're the people that are in it at the moment, although...
1: Is Beast Boy not in it, then?
0: Yes, and Beast Boy. I did say Beast Boy.
1: No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't. Go back please, and... Please, carry on, carry on, carry on.
0: Um, no, it was very good. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. And you rated that seven. Yes. Okay, so now, your last thing?
0: This thing, I've watched twice now. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. It is the new Disney film, Encanto. <laughs> it was amazing. I went to the cinema to watch it and then I came home and watched it with my step-sibling and we both really, really enjoyed it. So this follows a Colombian family who, like everybody else in her family, has these powers but she doesn't. And it's about her, something goes wrong with the magic and it's about them having to piece things back together and Fix their crumbling family and their crumbling magic. Um, this stars Stephanie Beatrice. You know who that is, Father.
1: Yeah, from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. And from West Side Story. No?
0: Yeah. No. Yes. yes.
1: Huh? No.
0: No, yeah. she wasn't. She was in something else. Um, in the Heights. In the in Heights. heights. In, in the Heights, heights. yes. Maria Cecilia Botero, John, oh Jesus, Leguizamo, Leguizamo, Leguizamo. That was close <laughs> enough. Mauro Castillo, <laughs> Castillo. It had Diane Guerrero in it as well. All right, just
1: stop butchering people's names now.
0: I know. I'm really sorry. It's only. Names that aren't, like, American or British as well. And it's it's not good. It really isn't. And I'm truly sorry. I genuinely am sorry. I'm just bad. And moving on. Um, and I thought it was amazing. It was so... It was... So, animation. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Storyline. Heartwarming just phenomenal it was phenomenal the the whole atmosphere of it i'm really enjoying that at the moment disney's bringing out films like luca which was set in italy and they've got this one which is set at columbia and i'm really enjoying the more diversity that the diversity that disney is having at the moment because <laughs> What
1: the more diversity of diversity <laughs> that Disney is having?
0: Oh <laughs> no! Thank <I can't. coughs> Oh no, you're killing me. Um, um, no, it's it's really good. They within these families, they have like so they have Hispanic people and they have Hispanic people who are in a relationship with Black people who have a kid together two kids together and it was just kind of really nice to see and it's nice to see that they've got a lot of like traditional dress as well they just really nailed it and um a lot of traditional um, features like facial features and things they didn't try and make it conventional to western Beauty standards and stuff like that. They very much, it, I just, it was really good. And the, the, the songs, oh my god, I've had them going around my head for the past two days. And I'm not even kidding. I can't get them out of my head. They're so catchy. And they're like, they're not your traditional Disney songs. They're like, they're just, they're so good. And the storyline, oh, I just, it truly is one of the best films that I've seen in the past, like, two months. And I've seen a lot of really good films in the past two months. I really have. So this one, I'd, I'd recommend it to anyone. Even if you're an adult with no children of your own, watch this film. It's awesome. really good. I'd definitely give it, like, a
1: 9.25. Sweet.
0: You've got to watch it.
1: I will do at some point.
0: Uh, but that that concludes me Oh wait, before I say anything Before we go, I mean um, At the start of the film When we went to the cinema to watch it There was a short film called Far From The Tree And by the end of it Me and my friend Ria were sat there crying
1: <laughs>
0: It was heartbreaking Absolutely tore us apart And that was before the film had even started No, but we were sat there crying uh but no, it was really good. Really, really good.
1: Awesome. I will watch it at some point.
0: Yes, you should.
1: One last but... thing before we finish, then.
0: Oh, what well...
1: PC game, Wilder Myth? Excellent. Anyone that enjoys turn based sort of RPG style, not even RPG, well, it's an RPG in a way. But anyway, it's something I've never really played before and it's it's blown me away. It's brilliant. Long live Hamjo. Rest in peace, brother.
0: And with that, we finish. Peace out. Th- thank you very much for listening again, guys. We'll see you in the new year. Um, let's hope 2022 is better than the past two years. Well, like, you know, past eight years, but yay
1: (laughs) okay goodbye
0: bye thank you for listening bye bye thank you for listening to another episode of average reviews
1: we're always on the lookout for feedback or requests so if you do have anything please contact us email is requests at averagereviews.co.uk as the name suggests any requests you've got but we also take any other kinds of feedback um we've got a website www.averagereviews.co.uk which doesn't get updated very often to be honest but we will be trying to get that up to date more often easiest way to reach us would probably be on twitter which is avreviewpodcast There is a handle of Average Reviews that we would like. If you're the owner, please get in touch. Otherwise, we will stay as Average Review Podcast. Thank you very much for listening.
0: Have a good life. (laughs)